This is a HeadGum Original. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Heard there was a Michael Ward that's gilded and it's Jake's once more and you don't really care for friendship, do you? My name's Amir and he's the pinch. His crab claws just won't give an inch. The second place is slippery. I am Shmuel. I am Shmuel. I am Shmuel. I am Shmuel. Seven more verses. <laughs> My grades were strong, but you needed proof. Thursday tests are just a goof. The abuse is never ending from my co-host. He claims his name is Liquid Nice. Has everything <laughs> with a side of rice. Not even near a Starbucks. I am Shmuel. <laughs> I am Shmuel, 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 I am I am Shmuel. I am Shmuel. Can he do it? I am Can he hold his breath the entire time? Is he going to hit it? Not as long as Jeff Buckley, but still pretty good. That was really good. If, especially if he was playing guitar. Hey. Yeah. Oh, nice! Did you get the hat at the end there? Very nice. <laughs> just, just like Leonard Cohen would have done. Yeah, in the Jeff, the, in the Jeff Buckley yeah. version though, they, he holds his breath like he holds that note for like forty seconds. I think it's really yeah, impressive. he's showing off. <laughs> okay, sorry, you're defending this guy because he wrote the song for you. I guess <laughs> Jeff Buckley did a good version too. Is all he would be a good show forest, actually. Uh, that was by Greg. Jeffrey, and it would be grateful if you plug his Instagram, Greg, J-E-F-F-R-E-E. Oh, okay. Good way to spell Jeffrey. That's where he very inconsistently posts music content. So, there you have it. Good stuff. 
That was a that was a solid version. Like you said, it was the style of Jeff Buckley, but it's a Leonard Cohen song, exactly. so it's a cover of a cover of a cover. Exactly, exactly. Finally made it perfect because now it's about us. And it's a shame because Leonard passed, so he'll never hear this version. As did Buckley. So Jesus Christ, it's, it's almost like a curse. Whoever sings this song <laughs> dies not an untimely but ultimate inevitable death. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean that's everybody. Ultimate yeah, inevitable. Yeah. Every Who, song. Yeah. Whoever does the yeah. song inevitably dies. Yeah. Yeah. That's also everyone who doesn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I'll be dead. <laughs> Just because I fucking heard it, I think. <laughs> I swear to God, I think time pushes us all towards the inevitable demise. Like, we'll have to attend one another's funeral, probably. <laughs> we will. Right? Ha well, I mean, not both of us. No. One of us. One of us will have to attend us. the other's funeral. Yeah. God, I hope it's me. Hope it's me attending <laughs> yours. Hell, I hope it's really? soon. I hope it's soon. <laughs> Just so I get it out of the way. Actually, I also hope it's you attending mine because, like, I don't want to have to deal with getting to a funeral and, yeah. like, the ennui and sadness that ensues. Totally. Yeah. There's going to be, there will be an expectation for you to speak at my funeral. Yeah. You know. And that. then it's like, yeah. And you have to be like one of those, whoa, is a reverend, but Jake would have wanted it that way. Yeah. I swear he fucking would have <laughs> wanted him to joke like he that. He wanted me to roast him the entire time. <laughs> Actually, I have a letter from Jake that says he wanted you to take this opportunity to speak reverently, politely, and earnestly, yeah. sincerely, without joke about it's, Jake. This is, it's like the best man speech you gave at my wedding, which was mean to me the entire time. And then you were like, but, but in the end, Jill really is great. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, um. This is a special, a special episode after years literally two and a half years of pandemic living we finally figured out how to do a bi-coastal in-studio record that's right this has been uh, a lot of, a lot of hard work went into this not necessarily work of our own but there's a studio no. in new york city right now that i'm sitting yeah in. pretty incredible yeah. five to eight talented producers and engineers figured out this feat and by the way if it didn't work and you can only hear this and not see this then they failed yeah they failed. They did fail. And and be, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to like say heads will roll, but I can't see a world where Grimm comes out of this on alive. the other side. Yeah. Yes. Basically, yes. it needs to go perfect for him to keep the job. So yes, like, exactly. He's on the chopping block, as it were. We're basically sorry. He's. I, nice. I feel weird because he's in the room, but yeah, of we're course. looking for an excuse. You know we call him Thin Ice, right? Yeah. Like that's sort of his nickname around the office. That's Grim right. knows that, right? Yeah. Do you know that, Grim? I do now. Thin Ice is. Are you there? <laughs> Thin Ice is here. He's behind the desk with fucking yeah. rock solid Emma. Just oh my god, steady and true. Keeping him afloat. Yeah. She's a buoy. She's yeah. a life raft. She's a preserver. A boon. A lighthouse in the storm. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I'm in the LA studio. We've recorded here together. That's no problem. Yeah, easy. No problem for you because I, I fly across the country and sit there and you just, you know, drive over from yeah. Silver Lake. I'm three miles away. You're 3,000, but we meet in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> the middle um, of Los Angeles. <laughs> right. Uh, and now you're in the New York studio, which I haven't visited. I'm in the LA studio, but we can still see, we can interact with each other. I'm looking forward to seeing what how this turns out. Like, I have no idea what it'll look like. No clue. No clue. Should I be looking at the camera? Should I be looking at Jake over there on the TV? That These are all little things that we have to iron out. Are you looking at me, Jake, or are you looking at a camera? I'm looking at you on the screen behind the camera. 
Right. I wonder if I should look. And Grim at is the giving camera. me the thumbs up, which means he is banking his entire life wow. on that call. <laughs> Interesting. And then we do the final videos, you completely staring <laughs> off camera to the left. Why is Jake staring behind himself? Just my chin. I craned my neck too much. <laughs> it's soft, out of focus, blurry <laughs> of a chair in a different room. Uh, but yeah, look, looking forward to seeing how this turns out. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, and how about this for a new beginning? I know this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the web hosted by us, as you see. Yeah. But I did a, a search of our inbox for uh, questions that help us settle this debate. Okay, interesting. So these are these are still semi advice questions, but also like kind of it opens up a new avenue, a new bucket, a new type of right. question. We it's can answer. it's it's an advice meets a debate show. I've been I've been angling for a debate show for a long time, actually. Right, and it's like you know everyone has like um, I think I brought this up a few weeks ago, we have this like ongoing debate in your life where it's like, yeah. I think one thing and somebody else thinks this other thing. Like, remember my air conditioner thing? I'm like, can you make it colder in here? No, you can't make it colder. Turning the air conditioning on lower will just keep the air conditioning on for longer, but it doesn't make it colder faster. Mm -hmm. That's an ongoing debate in my household. Um, certainly there's ongoing debates in our listeners' lives right. because... You know, you talk to enough people, you debate enough things. We're here to help you settle those debates. Yes. So we're here to answer your advice and settle your debates. Should we assign each of us a position? Like, what if we both agree on the debate? Oh, it would be funny if we disagreed and the debate raged on. We would need a third co-host to make a, an ultimate judgment call. Let's find out. Maybe we could bring Thin Ice into here as sort of a judge character. <laughs> oh, I love TIG? Yeah. <laughs> What's the G? Grim. Then I screwed. Got it. <laughs> and now your microphone is uh, corrected. Is that right, Amir? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for all the hooting and hollering, if you can hear me clearer now, it's because this microphone hasn't been on for yeah. the first however long in this podcast. I don't know what John did to grim up Casey's work out in L.A. It's crazy how it's infected just being on a Zoom like a computer virus. But the reason you guys can hear me clearer now is because we finally decided to let's turn on the microphone I'm talking into, <laughs> yeah. not just the microphone three feet away from me. Right. So Actually, you know, New York the, New York's pretty buttoned up over here. This is this is a it's a tight operation. This is a, yeah. a well run ship, okay? Sure. A well oiled machine. Uh-huh. Um I feel like Los Angeles kind of falling apart at the seams. But Well, the meta joke is that we were talking about something going wrong audio video wise and probably throughout that entire process the audio didn't sound great to people which i'll which i'll take credit for we did it on purpose yeah you have to admit that now that's even funnier the joke it was, was a, fine it was before goof. but it's good now that was like it was a goof actually. that was commitment right there yeah so now it's like okay let's just let's roll the microphone i'm talking into you guys can hear me clearer right yada, yada. so let's so the debate then we can start the yeah. debate. First debate. Okay, right. Which head so office is better, New York or LA? I would, I'd say New York. Too early York. to tell. I'd say let's New York. See, let's okay. see how the final product comes out. Yeah. Love um, all right. This is a help us settle debate question that we got from uh, <laughs> a lady pilot. I, I, I think we have to call her Amelia Earhart. I mean, that's the gold standard. Right. Hopefully this lady is alive rest, and well, unlike Amelia. 
My boyfriend and I are on a spring skiing holiday in the French Alps. Awesome. Uh, and we were hoping you could help us settle a debate. The mountain we are staying on is over a mile high. And of course, we've had sex a bunch. It's vacation. Duh. So the question is, are we in the Mile High Club because we've had sex in our room at the top of this mountain, or do you have to be on a plane for it to count? Your help would be greatly appreciated. The argument has been troubling us this entire vacation. I wonder what position she takes. Like when they're having sex? I mean, I can ask, but that yeah. seems like a pretty private I've private question to didn't inquire Didn't mean about. that, but if it's a vacation, then we're definitely going reverse cowgirl. She's bragging, actually. I don't think they're actually debating this in a hotly contested manner. She's just saying we're in the French Alps. There's, there's something hot in the about Mile it for High sure. Club. Um, it, I would say no. I mean, yeah, no. Mile High Club is a. It's not nobody like if you have sex in Denver, you're not in the Mile High Club. It's not like literal like that. It yeah. means to have sex on an airplane, right? It's not having sex a mile in the air. That's just like no. the nickname that having sex on an airplane got. You know? Yes, exactly. You haven't done uh, anything hot. You just had sex on vacation, which is, as you mentioned, kind of the standard. But it is, I guess, having sex a bunch here in the French Alps is hot, but it's not necessarily danger. The whole point of the Mile High Club is that you can get caught. People are looking at you. It's a very tight space. It's hard to logistically do it. Yeah. Have you? Are you in the Mile High Club? Did you have sex on a plane ever? No, but we made a video about this once that I'm actually in the quarter mile high club. Right. That's, that's... when you sort of put the blanket on top of you and you kind of crank it while um, the no, stewardess that... is going up and down. I thought that was the half mile high club and the quarter mile was you get a chubby and wait in line to use the <laughs> lavatory or something. Yeah, so that's the one I'm in. <laughs> Not the one where I should be arrested for public <laughs> masturbation. Right. Well, I think you did that too. Um, you've never had sex on an airplane have you no no never that's pretty interesting right that i've never had sex on has it ever has it ever come up has it ever come close it's come close i got a hand job on an airplane once but quarter mile high club that's the quarter mile high club it's hard i feel like now it it must have used to be easier now there's like eight fucking stewardesses on an airline like there's there's too many flight attendants yeah, and it's, it's weird because you have to keep your mask on. Like, how does that even work, you know? I'm sure you wouldn't have to keep... Well, you don't have to keep your mask on anymore. And that would, that'd that be the least of my worries. I prefer the mask on. I mean, there's always like a line four people <laughs> deep when you come out of the bathroom. So like... Yeah, and you're going to have to come out together. And there's no, there's not like... A, yeah, we were just using... It's not like a public bathroom. It's like we were both in there talking. We were both in there using different yeah. things. Like, no, you come out of there with somebody else... It's right. 100% certainty that you hooked up with that person. Well, actually, no, the trick, because the trick is, at, like, when you do it at a bar, you have to come out and pretend like the person is sick. It's like, sorry. Oh, yeah, I was just like, holding her hold hair her, Yeah, she's sick, you know? There's no room for two people in there, like, even just to stand. So, like, I can't quite yeah. understand. You obviously, you obviously don't sit up in first sex. class very much. <laughs> yeah, you obviously don't sit up in first class at all <laughs> if you don't think there's no room for people to stand. I You're guess choking on I something. guess on... Uh, um, <laughs> Sorry, I had a lot of uh, granola and an acai bowl earlier. <clears throat> um, but yeah, uh, I guess like on your on your non-direct spirit air flights 
to LA. <laughs> Frontier uh, through yeah. Kansas City. Kansas City to Pittsburgh, up to uh, Hoboken, <laughs> then the Greyhound to Port Authority. Yeah, that's kind of your shit. That's how you travel, and that's cool. But yeah, I can imagine you're not having a lot of sex on the Frontier flight. <laughs> you said you weren't having sex on it either. I said I got a hand job. I said I got a hand job. And it was a Southwest flight. And it was a white lie. Because <laughs> all I did was sort of adjust my nutsack that I was accidentally sitting on top of. Do you know anybody that's ever um, got joined the Mile High Club? Uh, actually, I don't think I do. I know so. I know one person. Really? Who? Mm-hmm. Do I know them? It's a high school. You do. It's a high school friend of mine. I don't want to out them on simulcast like Ofer? this. I'll text you. Rami? <laughs> Jesse? <laughs> All with each other, if you could believe it. Yeah. It <laughs> wow. was uh, with like a college girlfriend. And I think it was a daytime uh, flight. It wasn't like, like Red Eye seems kind of yeah, red eyes easy because it's like, it's completely dark and most people are sleeping. Yeah. I think this was a daytime flight. I'll ask, I'll ask this person to confirm yeah. or deny. It, does, it seems like the kind of thing you do in like, in college. It's a college uh, caper to be sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Final verdict for this. Help us settle the debate. I'd Did we join the Mile High Club? Yeah, I would say no. I think definitely not. Yeah, but uh, it sounds okay. like you got another flight coming up, so you have an opportunity. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Uh, thanks some sponsors. Come back correctly recording this episode of our show. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader dot com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say "damn the man" with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a. It's an anti-movement. Really, oh, it's a non-movement good. movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a fitness nah thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. 
That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we're back. Um, no unsolicited advice this week. Yeah, we've got debates to get to. We have debates to settle. That's right. Uh, here's another sex-related debate question. The best kind. Um, yeah, from, let's call this guy Davis Jan. <laughs> Davis Jan. Right. Hey, guys, love the show. Help me settle a debate I'm having with a friend whose girlfriend cheated on him. Okay. Is it worth, sorry, is it worse for your girlfriend to have sex with another guy? Or... If she goes down on him, my mm. friend says sex is more cheating because it's more intimate, but I'd say oral is worse because there's some intentionality and it's done mostly for the pleasure of the other person. Mm. Let us know what you think. Love Davis. That is a good question. I'm, this is a good one. I'm curious. I, I, I think oral is worse not because of the first thing he said i feel like there's intentionality behind both acts but yeah it, it's the selflessness of oral that that really does it it's the act of giving yeah it's a and it's gift. funny because because sex is like you know you grow up and sex is the final frontier it's like i've had this but i haven't had this right. it's, it's like the furthest you can go yeah it's the most bases yeah Right, And so you assume that sex is the worst kind of cheating because that's like the most intimate, biggest, whatever. Yeah. But the way he lays it out, it's like, yeah, if someone I was loving partners with went down on someone, that would be that would affect me more than the sex. It, I, sex can be impersonal. This is like the most personal thing one can do sexually, it seems. Yeah. I guess well yeah then it depends if you're if you were cheating cheated on by somebody who received oral sex or gave it. Wow, interesting. Yeah, so the three options were someone you love went down on someone else. Mm -hmm. Someone you love got, got went down went on. Down on. <laughs> got went down on. <laughs> Do you That's get went down song. on? <laughs> I got went down on. I got went down on. Oh, God. The sentence bothers me more than what you, yeah. you did, actually. Got went down on. I don't like your vocabulary at all or your personality. I think you shouldn't do that slash end your sentence with a preposition. I'm so sorry to tell you this. I got went down on. Excuse me? I got I went the, down on. I made on. the biggest mistake of my life, but I got went down on. I didn't mean to hurt you, but I did get went down on. And you I wish I could wet. take it back. I wish I could take it back is what I'm saying. I never wish that I had got went down on. I wish I didn't went got went down on. I wish I did get wet down off. That's also bad. Getting off is bad, too. Yeah. <laughs> That is your next song, the next fade on shuffle. Got went down. <laughs> no, it's another it's another country song like the other side of hard. You should be making a competing <laughs> album. Somebody needs to do a devil went down to Georgia style. <laughs> got went down. Got on. went down on. The devil went down to down 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 down. Well, you already did it. 
Um, okay, so it seems like oh yeah, so it's giving there's... oral, receiving oral, having sex, and let's say sixty nine having had having had sixty nine and also auto fellatio. Interesting. Which so I would your partner consider... just sort of goes down on themselves and, while somebody else watches. Okay. Well, you introduce the other person that's light cheating. Autofellatio, yeah. not cheating. Um, yeah. 69ing, actually a little bit better than just giving, I think. Right, because it's almost sex. It's this At silly least that's, act yeah. that you guys are doing together. <laughs> nothing silly about it. Well, it's a little silly. Right. Just the name 69 is like just by definition lighthearted mm -hmm. yeah we were just having a fun little 69 how are you gonna get we that? didn't even have sex we just 69 i would be so confused if you have sex and you or you, if you 69 and don't have sex you also do yeah. really kind of imagine that oral is just like leading into the sex um okay so i still think the worst is giving oral sex yeah that's the hardest to come back from yeah it's also, I think it's like, it's extra bad because it tends to be something you do like early on in a relationship. I feel like you perform a lot more oral because it's like, it's new and exciting and there's there's some kind of like added level of intimacy to it. It's, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, something basically that you used to do in a relationship that you don't do anymore, you did for somebody else. That's probably the worst. Yeah, like I've, I went to a movie and held hands with him, but that's it. Is that worse than sex? No. Of course not. We agree. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it wouldn't be nice. It wouldn't be nice. There's also, like, to me, there's, like, there's like um, you think about cheating as just, like, crossing a line. So, like, oral is maybe going further across the line than sex, but it's both beyond the line. They're both beyond the pale. They're both right. grounds for dismissal. Holding hands... I don't think I end a relationship over that. Making what out? if your mom just drives you to the mall and then his mom picks you guys up? Are you who are you thinking that cheating is with? If your mom drives you to the mall, are you cheating on someone with your mom, or you're saying the mom brings both of you to the mall? Like, yeah, it's kind of like a, a sixth grade relationship. So, like, nothing sexual happened. Just yeah. like. I swear I messed up. His mom dropped us off yeah. and we went to the mall for like two hours and like he just played arcade and, with his friends and I was there and then my yeah. mom picked us up and drove us home. See, in sixth grade, that is, you know, kind of the worst you can cheat because there's not really anything happening. Um, right. So it's like, yeah, you, the stuff that we're supposed to do together as boyfriend and girlfriend, like go to the mall and hang out, you did with somebody else. That's so, yeah, cheating. That's yeah. cheating. In sixth grade, that's cheating. <laughs> right. But to do it now. If thirty-five-year-old's dad drives, yeah. If honestly, Jill and another guy, if, who, yeah, a if, mall. If some guy's dad drove my wife and <laughs> and his son to the mall, they got dropped off, and then Jill's mom picked both of them up. I would break up with Jill for just being so weird, but not cheating on me. The guy was twelve, so yeah. Then I definitely need to break up with her, right? Because like. Why did she that even get his dad to, to drive them? Yeah, like how do you can how drive. do you even come up with that? And story? who is this twelve year old? And that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's Honestly, the... it's gross that Rewind. you came up with the scenario. Like I feel like you're accusing my wife of doing it, but it came from your brain that yeah. it would even. And be there's not plausible. really malls in New York, right? Like that's that's sort the of last reason thing. it would happen. It would happen or not, you know, like. Jill's not like hanging out with a 12 year old, but doesn't have a mall to go to. 
That's not the issue. Right? Yeah. Like, are there malls in Brooklyn? Or? Yes, there are. Indoor? There are. Outdoor? Indoor. Yes, there Indoor are malls. malls. Yeah, there are. Food court, like whole nine yards, suburbia. Yeah, there's the Barclays. Yeah, the the Atlantic Center. Yeah, that's that's a big ass mall, right? There's a Target. There's a Best Buy. <laughs> there's a bunch of stores inside. There's a food court. Oh, really? Yeah. Hot dog really. on a stick. Yeah, at the whole nine. Yeah, and my wife is there with a guy, but he's fourteen, asshole. <laughs> he has had his bar mitzvah, so he's an adult in the eyes of the Lord slash me. And he's gonna get his learner's permit in two years, so he don't need his dad to drive him no more. <laughs> he's going to get his learner's permit actually jill can be the adult that's true the adult that watches the whatever we shouldn't even be like entertaining this stuff. obviously not, not. obviously yes. not yes what's the debate uh, here which one is worse I, we we agree that it's oral is worse than sex but both are bad it. yeah both are yeah. bad it but ultimately i guess what we came out of here with is a song called got went down on which this <laughs> yeah. Borderline inspired slash perspired, but ultimately I was the visionary. Jake will be able to run with it to his little friend that makes the song for me. My little uh, friend that makes the song for you. Yeah, I'm sort of like That's the- That's my fucking bandmate you're talking about. You're not the composer. That's actually what I do. Well, actually, I'm the writer. <laughs> Gareth is the composer. You're nothing. It's fair to say no band has ever operated like this, though. There's no way- there's yeah. a guy that came up with a song, a guy that wrote the lyrics, and then somebody else that does the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. We're pretty impossible. unique. We're pretty unique. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the poster for that look like? There's not like three of us standing side by side next to each other. Well, it's, like, actually, it looks like, like this, except art. Gareth should be in the middle. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> and Gareth, how old is Gareth? Isn't he like 14? Yeah. We, Gareth is nine. <laughs> Jesus But he's going to be 14 in no time. In f- yeah. What, and then five he years? to the mall. Yeah. Uh, okay, more, more questions, more settling. Actually, let's take a break, come back, and settle some more debates after okay. these messages. Let's do it. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. this subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most of yours. Saving the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. 
Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. All right, another uh, debate to settle. Again, uh, if you have long-lasting debates in your lives, hit us up, if I were you show at gmail.com. Yes. Um, all right, let's get right to it. A few months ago, my wife and I were driving on an elevated freeway near a lake. Oh, I was God. driving, and my wife pokes me and says, what the heck is that? Pointing over the lake. There was a large yellowish-looking blob of something floating dead, still above 150 feet above the lake. It was not drifting in the wind or moving at all. It was not a drone or a balloon or a paraglider or anything else we could easily identify. I was driving about 70, so I only got a good couple seconds look. But here's the rub. I thought this was a crazy and interesting story, so next time we were out with friends, I brought it up thinking uh, of asking what they thought it could be or if they've ever seen something similar. And my wife immediately clammed up when, she, uh, when I started telling the story and totally refused to back me up. So I'm left sitting here explaining the story, sounding like a lunatic. Everybody looks uncomfortable and the topic of discussion changed quickly. <laughs> Am I the crazy person here? Is there any way for me to share our experience without sounding like I'm nuts? Or is my wife right? And it would be better to just shut up and forget we ever saw anything. Help me settle this. Wow. I guess this isn't quite a debate. This is more angling towards the uh, just general advice question. But, yeah. Well, you, you know, know. We're ju- we just we just decided to test out this pivot so we haven't actually called for any debates so this is the first yeah. time we're doing it um what did he say it, this is it was in a, it was floating in a lake or it was above the lake it was above 150 feet ish above the lake floating a brown blob yeah a yellowish blob describe it for me one more time large yellowish blob of something floating dead still above about 150 feet above the lake hmm Interesting. Have you ever had a UFO-esque thing happen to you? Uh, no. No. Nothing that couldn't be explained. Yeah, and then when people do bring stuff like that up to you, like, it had, what else could it be? Whenever somebody says that to me, yeah. it's like, I saw this figure, what else could it be? And I'm like, I don't know, it could be anything. Like, no, yeah. like, you can't explain it. It has to be this thing. I think that's the ticket right there, though. It's like, you don't have to know what it was for it to be. It's an unidentified flying object. But UFO doesn't automatically mean alien spaceship. It means I didn't know what it was. So, like, if there is a satisfying answer out there, you're allowed to keep on asking the question as long as you're not leading people to be like, so I saw an alien. Uh, here's what it looked like. <laughs> you try to fucking tell me what a yellow blob over a lake was because there probably isn't a rational explanation. There usually is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm usually too skeptical. I will I'll, I'll be the last person. Like, if you saw an alien and told me about it in detail, I would first not believe you. Yeah. Uh, before ever, like, 
coming to the realization that you saw an alien. So I also wouldn't believe it. I don't think I would ever see a UFO and be like, I saw, I saw, like, I would go to you and be like, I saw an alien. I would go to you and be like, something presented itself to me like an alien, <laughs> but I know that it's not. So what is it? Yeah. So like, and I'll be like, what was it? And you'll be like, it's a flying saucer the size right. of a building hovering 10 feet above my house. For yeah, the I think better you're part of an hour and a green creature came out of it. <laughs> and I was probed. <laughs> Anally or otherwise. I think that like and you're I would not be crazy. Like, that didn't happen. Yeah. You're not crazy for seeing something, but it would be crazy if you assumed and told people that it was an alien. But you haven't done that. He's saying, <laughs> here's what we saw. What do you think it was? Yeah. Um I mean Ghost stories are very similar. Don't you have a similar, like, I have a ghost story situation? When I was little, I thought that I saw a ghost. And, I, and like, I have memories of seeing those ghosts when I was little. But I think it was just, like, being a kid and my eyes were tired or, like, you know, even now, sometimes I'll, like, did I tell you about how I woke up and I thought there was a crow in our room? <laughs> you woke up in the middle of the night thinking a black bird was in your room. Yeah, it was fu- it was so scary. So it was the night. So we got a puppy recently, which I haven't actually oh. talked about on the show. But holy shit, this yeah. is just a whole episode of firsts. That's right. So we uh, we can talk more about him. But I got a puppy. You bought a zoo. I bought a zoo. I bought a dingo. Um, we have a very this cute is puppy. from that. That uh, the puppy mill, right? Wasn't it yes. like ten thousand dollars? And you said it was too expensive. It was only fourteen thousand. So yeah, but it was bred for your specific size, weight, and color, <laughs> yes. wasn't it? Yes, yes. And the first few clip the, first the few tear, puppies the... were a little too mm-hmm. light for you, and you discarded right. them, right? We had the tongue removed so it can't bark. <laughs> <laughs> you bought a rug. Yeah, uh, I remember. Yeah, no, it's a re- it's a rescue. Very cute, very cute. We really did the right thing, but we so the first night. We had um, we had him sleeping in our room in his little crate, um, and named. Did you say the name? Yeah, Dingo. Okay, our, so Dingo is in a crate. Yeah, Dingo's yeah. in a crate. Uh, you're supposed yeah. to you're supposed to keep the puppies in a crate to sleep. Okay, nobody fucking uh, canceled me for that. Um, <laughs> they're dead animals. Okay, so anyway, yeah. he's he's sleeping, um, and every time he like you know makes any noise, we'd take him outside to let him go to the bathroom. Um, and what's a that's an example of a noise? Is it a bark? Is it a whimper? Is it a, a it's, groan? Um, a yawn? Usually like a tiny little whimper, or like really he's like mostly asleep. And then if he starts like rustling around, it means that he like needs to get out or like he wants to pee. He's restless. Yeah. Um, but that's all to say that like we were kind of trying to keep an eye on him all night. This is the first night that we got him. Uh, he's also like fourteen weeks old, not like you know six weeks old or anything like that. Um, okay. So anyway. Uh, we are sleeping, being very attentive to Dingo. And I guess at some point in the middle of the night, Jill turned like and, you know, turned her other. She put her head where our feet were. She like flipped around 180 degrees in the bed so she could sleep with her head towards the foot of the bed so she could be closer to Dingo's crate so he could see her and not be like stressed out or anything. Does that? Oh, all that's track? very nice of her. Yeah. yeah. This was all unbeknownst to me. So I woke up thinking that I needed to walk him. And all I saw was a cr- <laughs> what I was 100% sure was a crow sitting on top of my wife's feet at the bottom of the bed. And I was just like, whoa, oh, frozen, <laughs> frozen with fear. My first instinct was to run. And then I was like, well, you can't run. The crow is in the room. 
and it'll like something's gonna happen to Jill. And then I was like, okay, so I'll gather all these sheets. So and you I'll, were having this full plan. I, yeah, I'm grow. standing there at the base of the bed. Standing. Yeah, I'm I'm up, up back right. backed away from the crow, and I'm like, okay, so thinking about, I'll just gather all the sheets and cover the crow, and then I was like, oh, maybe I can sneak around and just open the window, and try to shoot out the window, <laughs> and Jill, and then Jill starts talking to me. She's like, what's going on? And I'm like. <laughs> there's a crow in the room. This, you still thought it was. So you still, were fully awake. Yeah, so fully awake, telling Jill there's a crow. And she's like, what? I was like, there's a bird on the bed. And she was like, where? And then I realized that it was the crow talking to me. And it was... What are you saying right now? This is a dream you were having? No, this is all... <laughs> I realized that the voice was coming from where I thought the crow was, which w it was Jill's hair tied up in a bun <laughs> at the base of the bed that I had thought was a bird. So, <laughs> so, Return the puppy. <laughs> Return the dog at this yeah, point. You're a danger it's to animals. Not safe with you. Yeah. You think hair is a bird. <laughs> It was Hair dark. The dog. It, it was dark, and it was it, her bun was just right on the top of her. It was true. It looks so much like a crow. Um, and then when you realize that you're like, oh, sorry, never mind. Or did you laugh? I laughed. I was like, oh my god. I would think it was more of like a. It was like a, a chuckle of relief because I didn't have yeah. to deal with this. Yeah. I was petrified. You know what do you do? Do you do you try to tackle the bird? Do you try to shoot out the window? Yeah, you probably don't try to tackle the bird. That's the debate. <laughs> it would have been incredible if Azzy realized that was just Jill's hair if there was a crow in your room. In addition to that. <laughs> Attacked from the back. <laughs> oh, thank God. It also thought she was a crow. <laughs> Jill's a crow. <laughs> my There's dog no is way. a crow. It is interesting that birds rarely fly into houses. Like I have my kitchen sliding door open a lot. And I can't remember any time a pigeon just flew in. Yeah, but then know? You, know, you go to like JFK and they're everywhere. Yeah, I guess if it's big enough, birds know to avoid, you know, rooms. Although I have had birds fly into my window. Yeah, so they should have been inside. You yeah. should check behind your couch. They might have just flown all the way in behind the wall. Now they're dead. There's no way. All right. Unless. No, there's no way. Um, However. So this this guy. So all that was to say that I thought I saw a ghost when I was a kid. I thought I saw a bird uh, on my wife's feet, but it was just her head. Sometimes yeah, there's always an explanation. You. Yeah. Yeah. Although a lot of people do think they once saw a ghost or a UFO or something or other out there. Totally. I think next time you are alone with your wife, ask her to repeat the story and like, you know, hear how she views that encounter. Um, yeah. And then maybe let her lead the way if you want to tell more people about it. Because um, it is an interesting story and it's a fun conversation to have. It's just not fun if you're like using that as definitive proof that aliens exist which it sounds like you're not so everything's fine <laughs> yeah but i also get the wife's uh reticence to just like start talking about this stuff because you almost seem like a crazy person right so... but i mean just to be like hey this crazy thing happened you know that's it that's yeah it is crazy it's interesting there's no <laughs> that's a yellowish blob yeah there's no real answer but you don't have the answer either so that's yeah it's like what you're saying you can't be like you can't explain it. Therefore, it's an alien. Actually, there's a Blink-182 poster behind you. 
shout out to Tom DeLonge, who is a alien believer, right? He's like a chaser of That's sorts. correct. I believe song two on this album is Aliens Exist. I thought you froze, but you're just staring at me. <laughs> I froze in fear because now I'm starting to realize that maybe there's a case to be made about it. I mean, because there's something that happened with Tom DeLonge. Like he got them to declassify a bunch of stuff. Like there's a, there's like that stuff in the news now that's like the military has been tracking UFOs for a long time and like admits that they exist. But right. Area 51 style. Yeah. But not necessarily that it's aliens, just that there's stuff that's flying out there that we don't understand. Right, which is fine. Which is fine. I'm sure there's stuff in the sea also that we don't really fully get. Like, what's the deal with octopuses? Like, I never understood that. Yeah. I mean, people, I think people do understand those. There, are, really? But there are aliens that live here on Earth already. An octopus is an alien. Congrats. That's... Or jellyfish. Don't they not even have a brain or a heart or something? Yeah, and they fuck. I was attacked. I, we talked about this. I was attacked in Italy by a jellyfish, an Italian jellyfish, as it were. Are, are you sure it wasn't just Jill's hair? <laughs> really fucking funny. Why don't you yuck it up, scumbag? Let's see what happens when I come to Los Angeles. You laughed at me. I'm going to fly there. I'm going to come to that studio, and I'm going to kick your fucking ass. And I'm gonna, no way, I'll take you 12 I'm gonna, hours. I won't be here. Yeah? You're going to hide from me, huh? I'm going to tear <laughs> that really. studio apart. <laughs> I'll destroy that studio. Like, I'm a rolling stone, and it's 1969, okay? <laughs> There's no need. Yeah. There's no need. And There's then no need. People will ask you why you did it and be like, because Amir sort of gently ribbed me. Yeah. <laughs> You'll I can't like even remember the joke you told. Insane but I know that it was in right. poor taste, and it was <laughs> it ill-natured. Wasn't. Yes, it was. <laughs> you said something about my hair? No. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> You're ill-natured. Uh, all right, that's it. A, a whole episode of First. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Hopefully you guys have more debates, long-lasting debates that you guys want us to settle. Again, yes. email address for theme songs, whether it's got went down on or <laughs> debates you want us to settle or advice you need. It's all if I were you show at gmail.com. That's right. Um. And we have more videos on our Patreon, patreon.com slash JA. Uh, thank you guys for watching this. I can't wait to find out how this turns out. It's exciting. It's really exciting. If you guys are watching this, it was a, it was a success. And if yeah. you guys are just listening to it, that's fine too. It's okay. You can consume media at your own pace slash right. leisure. Um, but definitely check out the YouTube and subscribe just to see how this all turned out, aside from the first yes. uh, eight or nine minutes. Yeah, when a different microphone was on, that was... Yeah. That's, that's going to be interesting as well. Uh, okay, the opening theme song was, oh, God, Jeff George? No, Je- George uh, Jefferson. Jeff- it was uh, something Jeffrey, Jeffrey. J-E-F-F-R-E-E. Yeah, Greg Jeffrey. Greg Jeffrey, Jeff Buckley. Let's listen to that one more time. Shout out to Jeff Buckley. Shout out to Greg Jeffrey. Shout out to you guys for listening. And shout out to Thin Ice for nailing the landing. <laughs> Way to go, uh, Tig. We'll see you guys soon. Bye, everybody. Heard there was a Michael Ward That's gilded and it's Jake's once more And you don't really care for friendship, do you? 
My name's Amir and he's the pinch His crab claws just won't give an inch The second place is Slippery I am Shmuel I am Shmuel I am Shmuel I am Shmuel I am Grades were strong, but you needn't proof. Thursday tests are just a goof. The abuse is never ending from my co-host. He claims his name is Liquid Nice, has everything with a side of rice. Not even near a Starbucks. I am Shmuel. I am Shmuel, 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 I am I am Shmuel. I am Shmuel. I am Shmuel. That was a Hidgum original. Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody who the fucking hosts are? Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rodder Leitman of Exploration Live. And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamares and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Okay, I will. It's, hmm? it's, uh, Can you do that? So go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right. Bye.